Welcome to Profit and Prosper, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to make some money while doing what they love. On this podcast, we're going to pull back the curtain and talk about all things business and money, but I promise you this is not your typical boring numbers talk. I'm your host, Sarah Young, a CPA and CFO with over a decade of experience in finance, business, and leadership. I'm going to share everything I've learned from helping my clients grow more profitable businesses and keep more of what they earn while growing my own successful business along the way. You'll feel empowered and confident that you too can grow your wealth, live a rich life, and have an impact. Stick with me and you might even start to think that finance is fun. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Profit and Prosper podcast. This is episode four in the Millionaire CEO series. And so if you haven't listened to the first parts of the series, go back a few episodes and check those out because I feel like they're good. They're good. If it's your goal to become a millionaire and to be, you know, on top of your money and build wealth and become work optional and upgrade your life and do all the things, then you need to go check out that series. So go back a few episodes and listen to those This will be the final official Millionaire CEO Series episode, but just know that next week I've got an interview with one of my clients who is another millionaire CEO, and so it'll just be an unofficial continuation next week, but this will be the last episode in the official series, although I will continue talking about wealth creation and you know, scaling your business and stepping into your millionaire identity over the next couple of weeks because I am opening the Millionaire CEO Incubator. This is my high-touch, small-group mastermind program, and I haven't been taking new clients on for the last several months. I'm likely only ever going to open this up two, maybe three times a year, and we are taking applications. By we, I mean me. It's me. I'm taking applications for this program, and we're kicking off the fall 2023 cohort the week of September 18th, and I'm so excited to be kicking this off because I have been running this program for a year plus at this point. It has gone through different iterations, and I have added in this most recent iteration, I have upgraded it. I have taken all of the best parts of various programs that I have been in, things that I have seen and things that I have done and things that I've not done, things that I've wanted to have had in programs. And I have put it into the incubator because I just really want to have like the most amazing experience for my clients and to be able to get really, really into the weeds and really get into your business and help you not just make more money in your business, but also do what we're going to talk about in this episode, saving and investing and spending guilt-free so that you can upgrade your life and not feel guilt around spending because you put certain things into place that help you eliminate that guilt. And we'll talk about that means in this episode. But if you are a an established business owner, you're making in profits anywhere from I'd say 60k to 150k plus per year and you're thinking to yourself, "Okay, I've gotten here, what's next? What do I do next? How do I scale my business up to the next level or how do I make my business more profitable while also being easier to run? And how do I use my business to build wealth?" That's what the incubator is about. 
So in the Millionaire CEO Incubator, we're going to work together for 12 months, me and you in our small group mastermind, and we are going to work on the pillars of making more money in your business as you scale it up or as you get to the optimal place where you have the team, you have the offers that you need to be running it and not be working, you know, 40 plus hours a week so that you have time to do other things. We are going to work on building wealth and You guys know this is one of my pet peeves is when I see people out there on the internet talking about business coaching and building wealth, except they don't actually teach you how to build wealth. So I'm actually also going to teach you how to build your wealth and how to leverage your business specifically to do that, because that's the point, I think, in my opinion. And the third pillar is embodying you as a millionaire. So I do want to tell you, I don't think I've said this before, for this cohort only, my bonus for you if you join this cohort is you and I are going to have a private one-on-one VIP day in Q4 to really kick off our 12 months together on the right foot. So that's probably not something I'm ever going to be able to do again. So if you want to get into the program, into the mastermind, And if you want to have that VIP day, go to sarahhyoung.com forward slash incubator. There's two H's in Sarah H. Young. Go there or click the link in the show notes and apply. I'm so excited to hear more about your business and to be able to increase your profitability, build more wealth, be able to pay yourself a consistent six-figure paycheck while also saving and investing and spending guilt-free. Let's talk about how you actually do that. How do we save more money? and spend guilt-free. Because when I think about my ideal life, my ideal life does not involve me pinching pennies. So there's a lot of people out there in the financial independence, retire early world, the fire world, who talk about all the ways that they cut back on their spending because it helps them to save more money. Because in most cases, they're employees. And so they have a fixed income. They have a salary. They're not likely to necessarily get a huge raise. Or maybe they do, but probably not. And so the fastest way for them to make more money or to save more money is to spend less. But as business owners, I think that's one of the most powerful things that we have is we don't have to be constrained by that. So I'm not here advocating for like spending a ton of money all the time, but I am advocating for learning how to spend guilt-free. So before we talk about how to spend guilt-free, I want to ask the question of why do we feel guilty around spending? Sometimes it could be because we don't personally feel like we're worthy of spending money on. Lately, I've been really ramping up my self-care game. I get a monthly massage. I have a personal trainer. I'm getting meal prepped meals. I'm soon to start having like a weekly or bi-weekly um, <laughs> go get my nails done. It's not something I've ever spent the time or money on. And I'm actually going to get my second ever facial in my life next week. And so when I first thought about doing this, there was some internal resistance around like, Sarah, this stuff costs a lot of money. And yes, it does. But why do I feel guilty about spending money on myself around these things? And it comes down for me, in my example, it came down to my self-worth and really understanding that like taking care of myself actually helps me make more money faster. And the resistance had a lot to do with my self-worth. And it's something that a lot of us are raised on if we're raised this way about, you know, glorifying saving more money, glorifying um, 
not spending because that's what most people do. Like, that's what we're taught. Like, we go through school and we're taught how to be good employees one day for the corporate world. So really questioning where that guilt is coming from and your guilt, if you have guilt around spending, it might come from a different place. But really sit down and like ask yourself where that guilt is coming from and As you know, when it comes to mindset stuff, awareness is the first step to getting past it. So my opinion is that the path to wealth as an entrepreneur is not about saving. It's not about pinching pennies. So how do we build wealth from our businesses and making enough money to also upgrade our lives, doing things like I'm doing with the personal trainer? That's not cheap, but it has been the best investment in my health ever that I've ever made. It's actually finally working. Um, to get me to work out consistently. How do we do that now? How do we upgrade our lives now without waiting? Like we we tend to have this thought of like, oh, one day I'm going to retire and I won't be busy and I'll finally be able to travel or enjoy my family. Like how can we do that stuff now? And it comes down to, on the one hand, all of the mindset work and the energetic work and the nervous system work of feeling safe to not work and to do other things. I'm not going to talk about that in that this episode, specifically in this episode, we're going to talk for the rest of it about the financial aspect of how do you continue to save and invest so that you can spend guilt-free. So I think what it comes down to is automation. A lot of people's wealth building and being able to consistently save and invest money, which we know we should be doing, but we're not doing for one reason or another, it comes down to being able to bypass your brain, which is why automation is so great because you can have these things happen and you don't have to be the one to push the button to move the money into savings because that time of you having to log into your account, enter the transfer and push the button that gives you a lot of chances to second guess yourself and not actually go and do the thing. So I think that automation really is where it's at when it comes to knowing that you are investing, to knowing that you're putting the money aside that you need to be putting aside, to be putting enough aside so that you'll have your target number invested down the road, if you already know that that's happening and the money that's left in your bank account is available for you to spend, then I think that goes a long way toward helping you spend guilt-free. As an example, I just taught my masterclass, like literally yesterday as I'm recording this episode, I just taught my masterclass, the Potential to Prosper Masterclass. And in there... I did some math around how much you need to invest to hit a million dollars in a retirement or brokerage account. And the math for me ended up being, you know, currently I have $125,000 in my retirement accounts from what I rolled over for my corporate job. So I always put in just enough to get the match and I didn't put in more to my retirement, but I rolled that over when I left my job and then I have maxed out my IRA for the last couple years. And that's it. So that was $6,000. Then the IRA max is 6,500 now this year for 2023. And I did the math. I'm 36. If I take that money in my IRA, leave it there and don't touch it. And then if all I do is max out my IRA every year, so $6,500 a year, I will have $1.1 million in that account when I am 60. And I'm doing this math based on a 7% growth rate. The stock market grows at 10%. Inflation is usually 2 to 3%. And so using 7%, I am adjusting it for inflation. And so 
I'll actually have more than $1.1 million, but I'll have the spending power of $1.1 million today. So knowing that I'll have $1.1 million, that'll give me about $40,000 in income per year that I could safely take out. That gives me a lot of security knowing as long as I put about 500 bucks into investments every month or $6,500 a year, I'm on track. Okay. I'm on track to have that million dollars invested. And so what I can do with my money above and beyond that $500 a month is I can choose to put it towards other investments, which, you know, we're doing because we're buying a business or I can put it into, you know, other savings accounts. So the next investment after the business might be another business. It might be real estate. Who knows? We'll figure that out after we take this one down. But I'm going to invest that $500 a month to get me up to my like IRA max every year or may not be, I may be not eligible for an IRA. I'll still put it into a retirement account either way. Like if that's happening and I know that I'm on track, then I don't feel as stressed. I don't really feel stressed at all about taking the cash that I have left after that and investing or spending it in the way that I want to. So this is what I mean by automation. If this is happening and I just know that it's happening, then I have a lot less guilt around what I use my money for. And I don't feel as tied up. So what you need to do to do the same thing would be to identify, number one, how much do you need to start investing? You might do the math. You go use it, go look up investment calculators online and figure out like how much do you need to contribute? There's calculators that will tell you how much you need to contribute to hit your retirement goal by a certain age. And so you might come back and do the math and realize, oh, I need to be investing like $2,000 a month and I can't do that now. That's fine. I'm not saying that you have to wait until you can contribute $2,000 a month to spend deal free. But if you start and set up the automation and you know like, hey, maybe I can't do 2000 but maybe I can do 300 And you just put $300 into your investments and then start building up that habit. And so you know, maybe out of the money you have left after that 300, maybe you can't buy anything you want to in your life, but you at least have a goal to work towards. And you're starting the process of knowing like, hey, I am investing. Okay. And so I don't feel guilty about taking some of my money and spending it on myself. I think the other piece about spending guilt-free is identifying the things that are important to you to spend on. This can be true both in your business and your personal life. So for my personal life, it is of the utmost importance that I take care of my health. And the way that I do that, the way that I am doing that right now is that I have a personal trainer and I'm getting meal prepped meals. And so that's costing me money every month. I'm going to tell you what I don't have. I don't have a fancy car. I don't have a car payment. I have not had a car payment since I don't even know when, over 10 years. I drive a 2007 Honda. I hope to not have a car payment for another couple of years. I care more about spending on my health than my car. I could care less what my car looks like. So I have identified that my personal priority is my health and I'm spending my money there. I'm not also spending that money on my health and on the car and on a $2 million house and on buying a new wardrobe every season and on all the things. I've identified what my priority is and that's where I'm putting my spending. So the same can be said for your business. You know, I have clients who... They spend on learning, they spend on coaching, and that's because it's one of their main values is to keep learning and keep developing. 
And so they choose to take some of that money that would otherwise be profit in their business and put it into coaching or masterminds or programs, right? That's their choice. That is their personal priority. And so they do not or should not feel guilty about doing that. Okay, so let's go back to automation. What do you need to automate your money and start saving and investing on autopilot? So there's a couple things that you need to know. There's a couple numbers that you need to know. There's bank accounts you need. And then there's a couple places that I think are easy to automate starting now. The numbers I think you need to know are in your business. Number one, what do you normally spend on business expenses? What are your recurring monthly costs? So if you don't already have a ballpark for what your team costs, marketing, software, office expenses, supplies, like the stuff that you buy on a regular basis, these are your overhead expenses. These I'm thinking of as separate from one-time investments you might have in the future. But if you have like a recurring coaching payment, I would put that in your overhead, okay? So know like what are your normal business expenses would be one thing to know because that's going to help you to allocate the cash in your business bank accounts. Number two, you're going to need to make sure that you get an estimate for taxes. So if you don't have an accountant doing that, find one who does it. Hint, hint, I might know people who can help you do that slash it's my business, my tax business. <laughs> Come and talk to us if you need help doing that. But having a good sense of how much taxes you're going to incur this year, whether you do sort of back of the napkin math every month, look at your profits, 20 to 30%, set that aside for taxes. Or if you have somebody telling you what your actual tax bill is, you need to know how much of your, of your cash to put towards taxes. So what you can do in your business, this isn't like an automation, but my process that I use to manage the cash in my business is I take my income that goes in my income account. Side note, go listen to episode six for a much deeper dive into the business bank accounts that I use. But I take the income from my income account and I slide that over. I say, well, my normal business expenses currently are like 40K a month. So I'll take 40K and move that over into my operating expense account. And then I also know, hey, I need to put this much aside for taxes because, of course, I do my own tax plans. And so I know I need to be saving X amount for taxes. And so I slide that over into my tax savings account. And then you may or may not know Profit First. Profit First recommends an owner pay account. That doesn't work as well for me to have a separate owner pay account because I have an S-Corp and so some of my payroll comes through my paycheck, which comes out of Gusto with the rest of my team's paycheck, which comes out of my operating expense account. So what I do instead of an owner pay account is I take my paycheck and any other distributions that I take out to pay myself and I put those into my personal income account. So for my personal life, I have the same bank account set up that I do for my business. So again, go listen to episode six for the business bank account structure, but I have the same structure for my personal life. So I have a personal income account that my husband and I put any of our personal income into. This is my sort of substitute for my owner pay account. I have a personal expense account that we use to pay our mortgage, daycare, utilities, and credit card payments. We have one personal credit card that we put basically all of our expenses on. Then we have a personal savings. I use Ally because they have a high yield savings. And then we also have investment accounts. Going back to numbers you need to know, <laughs> I got ahead of myself a little bit, but numbers you need to know would be how much you need to move into your business expenses to cover the next month of expense. Cover that. Cover your taxes. Then you know what's left after that 
is free and clear money, right? So that money goes to pay you and to go into your business savings account. The next numbers you need to know would be your personal living expenses. So when clients ask me, like, how much should I be paying myself? Like, well, that's sort of a loaded question. There's a lot of different ways to answer that. How much you should be paying yourself depends on how much you need. How much do you need to live? One, we need to make sure you're paying yourself at least that much money. And then we also need to figure out like how much you need to save. So on top of your just living expenses to get by and pay the bills, how much are you wanting to save or invest? So those are the numbers you need to know. How much do you need to pay the bills in your personal life? And then how much are you wanting to save and invest? I already talked about the bank accounts you need. So if you don't have a bank account structure, that could be a good thing to set up on your next million dollar money date slash go listen to the last podcast episode where I talked about million dollar money dates. But get your personal bank account set up so that will help you automate. Okay, so I ran through these things you need to know kind of fast. (laughs) You can always go back and re-listen. Hopefully I didn't go too fast. But I did that because this is how we can automate some pieces of your savings and investing. So here are the things you can automate. First up, you can automate your payroll. So if you know your business expenses, you know how much you need for taxes, you know how much you need to be paying yourself for your living expenses, you can back into like how much revenue you need to have coming into your business to cover those things. And I've talked about that in other podcast episodes. So you can automate your payroll. If you have an S Corp, I always recommend that people just use Gusto and they have a feature called payroll on autopilot. I think it's what it's called, but it just runs your payroll for you every month. I just pay myself one time a month. I have that deposited into my income account. You could also automate if you don't have an S corp, you could also automate just transferring your amount that you want to pay yourself on a monthly basis or bi-monthly, however often you want to have that come over. So you can just have that automated. You don't have to think about it. So if you have the money coming out to pay yourself, then you know that you're taken care of, right? You know that you're paying yourself. And so you don't have to worry about, am I going to have enough to pay the bills? Because you already know I'm having the money come into my personal bank account already. I don't have to think about it. So that's one easy area to automate. Number two, you all know how often I tell you we need a cash cushion. If you need to build up your cushion, you can also automate that. If you need to build up a personal cash cushion, what I do, what I tell my clients to do is out of your paycheck, if you have an S Corp, go into the direct deposit settings and say, I want to put $500 from each paycheck into this savings account and just have that money direct deposited to your savings and then tell it to put the rest into your primary checking account. And so that way, every single time you get paid, that money goes into your savings account. If you don't have an S-Corp and so you don't have payroll, you could do the same thing. Just do it in automatic transfers. Every month, automate a transfer of however much money, 500 bucks or whatever, into your savings account. So then you know you are saving on autopilot. The next thing that you can do, so that was number two, number three thing you can automate is automatic investments into your retirement, IRA account, brokerage account, whatever. And so you heard me a little bit ago talk about since I know how much money I need to invest on a monthly basis to have a million dollars, this is what I call like an oh shit fund. Like 
I want to make sure that I have a million dollars in my retirement because worst case scenario that'll give me like 40K a year to live off of, that's not bad. That could work, right? It's not how much I want, but it could work. This is my oh shit fund. So if I know that I want to invest $500 a month, I'm going to automate that too. So take it out of your paycheck or set up an automatic transfer into your investment account. I personally have all of my investments at Fidelity. So I've got my old retirement rollover account there, which is in an IRA. Plus I have a Roth IRA. I also have a brokerage account. I haven't yet needed to set up a business retirement account because as you know, I'm not putting a ton of money into a retirement account. Side note, I might have to do it this year because I think we might be, our income might be too high for an IRA. And so I'll probably have to use the 401k that I have set up that my team currently is using. I just haven't personally opted in, but anywho, set up that automatic investment. So for me, if I'm like, I need to have $500 a month contributed, I'm going to set it up and have $500 transferred over into that investment. But if you do that into an investment account, you also need to make sure you go into the settings and tell it to also automatically invest those deposits so that you don't just have that money sitting there in cash. You'll believe the number of times that people forget they put the money into their retirement or brokerage account and they don't take the second step of investing it. So make sure if you're automating that piece, you got to do those both. So that's number three thing you can automate. Let's say you've done that. You've already, you've repaying yourself consistently. You are transferring money or you already have your cash cushion built up and you're already doing automatic investments into retirement or brokerage accounts. Then what do you do next? Then you decide what is the next level investment that I want to make? Is it more money into retirement or brokerage accounts? Is it saving up money for a down payment for real estate or to buy a business Or is it something else, right? Like what is that next level investment? Turn on automations there. And so that's either more automations into your retirement or IRA, or that could be if you want to save up a down payment, you set up like an ally. They have buckets in the savings account. I just set up a bucket for down payment, set up that automation too. All right. So I feel like we covered a lot. Let's do a quick recap. Spending guilt-free There's two things that you need to do in order to spend guilt-free, in order to know or in order to feel comfortable upgrading your life and feel comfortable spending on the things that are in line with your values. Two things. Number one, get clear on what those values are and what you do want to spend on and what your priorities are and spend there. And then don't spend a ton of money on the rest. Try to spend as little as possible in other places. And then two, set up automations so that you are saving and investing on autopilot and so that you know, hey, I'm on track to get a million dollars invested by this age. So you know that you're covered, so that you know that it's happening and then you don't even have to think about it and it takes your brain out of the equation. So this topic that we cover today is one of many that we teach, that I teach in the Millionaire CEO Incubator. So again, if you are an established business owner and you're looking for the next step to take, to take your business to the next level, to be able to earn more money and make more money in your business without having to work more hours and simultaneously legitimately build wealth in your business, 
then go to sarahyoung.com forward slash incubator, fill out the application, and then you and I will have a consult to make sure that the incubator is a good fit. And then again, if you get in this fall 2023 cohort, you're also going to get a one-on-one private VIP day with me, either virtual or in my Charlotte office. All right, so that's it for this episode. I hope that you learned something helpful and I hope that you go and set up at least one of those automations so that you start saving and investing on autopilot and really start moving yourself forward. These are the things that compound. They seem so small and silly, but they really compound over time. So I hope that you go and do like one automation after listening to this podcast. If you do it, send me a DM on Instagram and tell me you did it because I love to hear when people listen to me and do the things that I tell them to do and have good results from it. All right, so that's it for today. I will see you all next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now, I want you to go take some action. What's one thing you can do this week to create more profit in your business? Send me a DM on Instagram at youngcocfo and share your action item with me. If you have a question or topic you'd like me to dive into, or if you're feeling empowered about taking charge of your finances, let's continue the conversation. Go to profitandprosper.co to submit a question or topic for me to talk about on the show. And because we all profit and prosper better with friends, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you listen, and share the episode. Make sure you tag me at youngcocfo on Instagram so I can give you some love, and I'll see you in the next episode.